Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey. It is, uh, we're here for another podcast, Bubble Dutch, volume eight. Acht. Eight. Acht. Is ah, it Bubble Dutch? So we thought we should have some Dutch. Goedemorgen. Um, it's not actually, that's more German, right? Goedemorgen, yeah. Yeah, what's, I mean, what, what, good, good what are the, what are the real big, like, I guess you've always said the big differences between German and Dutch languages, the like it's more aggressive, right? Yeah. It's because different. Guten Morgen, Guten Morgen. So Wait, what? Should I say Guten Morgen? Guten Morgen. That's German. Do they? I thought it would be like more aggressive. No. Come on, yeah. It's also okay, the way, okay, the way you just, say stuff yeah, too. Yeah. It's not just like the way the words, actually the way you say it. Yeah. It can become quite, you know, aggressive at times. But no, it's a beautiful language. It's just more harder because it's quite strong. Yeah, it's quite Stronger scary. Than, it's quite scary at times. We love Germans. We love. They they literally built every single piece of (laughs) technology in this room. Everything that's really, everything that's good, like technology-wise, especially in the sound world, Germans. They're amazing. Also, best world. They have the best. They are the best in that sense. Um, Well, we're here. It's uh, it's it's again. We're flip. I don't even know what it is. It's David Riddell week for us. So we've got um, we have David Riddell coming in to speak on mental and emotional. Health, we do. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So it's pretty cool. Uh, it's my day off, which is great. It's been working all day. <laughs> it's been fantastic. Um, so good. And uh, we are back at it. It's it's a quite a quite an exciting time. We I think we another context is um, we had our kind of last dinner parties for young adults for um, for a wee bit because we're bringing services back. Yep. Um, but we were—I think we we're also looking at what it looks like to do both, somewhat. Because mm-hmm. I think some people that aren't already doing it need it. Fellowship, relationship, dinner yeah. parties. Jesus did it. The early church did it. Sure. All throughout the centuries, everybody did it. So it's very important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. And then the bigger ones, of course, too. Which I love the bigger ones too—the big worship thing and the big thing. Mm. I love both. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a—it's a—it's a crazy time. It's good times. Um, we have what we we were I guess we're picking up from last week where we mm. were talking about the last thing we said was um, I think I had a friend that said uh, he, had, he every time he woke up he's a Christian dude um, went to a different a certain denominational church um, and he believed that he had to ask as soon as he woke up he had to ask for forgiveness for everything that he kind of stuffed up the day before. Um, and I thought uh, that's whack, essentially. Um, no offense to him. Well, I said it to him, so I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but I, yeah, like what? I guess yeah. What's I had the same when I was younger, growing up. I had the same yeah. thing. My known and unknown sins. Because what in the middle of the night, if you're sleeping, and you did some kind of a sin the previous day, hmm. and you didn't know it even, and then suddenly you fall asleep and you die, you're going to go yeah. to hell. You know. I mean, this is honestly, it is so far from the truth. But the thing is that we used to, I used to feel that, used to think that. But I think it's a bit of a, um, a misnomer because um, it, that's the beauty about the cross. For, in front of the cross, before the cross, there is a conditional forgiveness. Hmm. You forgive, yeah. you know, when you ask forgiveness, when you confess your sin, then you ask that you were forgiven. And uh, even before the cross, 
even in the Jewish culture, as you know, on the Yom Kippur, the Day of the Lord, the, the, the Atonement Day of the Lord, once a year, it was a scapegoat. It was never actually, it was the blood of, 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 of you know, mm. of, of scapegoat and the scapegoat, all the, the sins put on the scapegoat, but put into the, into the, um, into the desert. And so in the end, the, the sin was never, t- the Hebrews talks about that the sin, bulls and goats and these kind of animals, blood can never take away sin. It can only cover sin. So mm. God allowed sin to be covered for one year for yeah. Israel. But the new covenant is that Jesus has taken the sin once and for all, mm. for all time. Yeah, Actually, technically for everybody. Mm. But we have to nuance that a little bit more in this area. So how does that work? Right? If, the, if everybody's got that, why? Let's say, let's say it differently. The availability, Jesus died for all the sins, so all the availability, all it's given to us, the, the freedom of sin, because it's taken away. He's paid for everything. Let's say it that way. Yeah. He's paid for everything. Yeah. But you receive it by faith. It's given by grace, okay. yeah. but you receive by faith. So if you don't have faith in Jesus, then you don't get forgiveness. And that's mm. the point. So, But the thing is, though, in the beginning, so before the cross, conditional forgiveness, yeah. uh, you even see that in the Lord's Prayer, yeah. when Jesus is with the disciples, that's before the cross. And the Lord's Prayer talks about uh, if you don't forgive, the Lord will not forgive you. It's a conditional. That's not for Christians. That was for the disciples. Okay. But it's before the cross. Because after the cross, in Colossians, Ephesians, you always see that now forgive one another as Christ has forgiven you. And so at the cross, mm-hmm. payment was made for sin once and for all. And so for us as Christians, when you come into the life of God, into forgiveness, mm-hmm. then you are forgiven for the rest of your life. Because you are a forgiven person. Mm past, present, and all the future sins you ever do, it's already forgiven. So I yeah. never ask for forgiveness. Ever. Mm. I'll say sorry. Yeah. I'll say sorry. Yeah. But I'll never ask forgiveness because that's almost slipping. So it's Jesus a thing that face. we can kind of like, I guess you're saying that what sin is, I guess, well, the forgiveness of sin is fully obtain, obtainable by anyone if they have faith in God. Um, but, uh, and again, like the, the, something we've talked about is the, because we changed the lyrics quite a bit at, at we have. Um, church um, because well, we more change it for Christians because it technically right. is right That's for right. non-Christians. That's right. um, but we even like... Uh, what can wash away my sin, particularly that song? Yeah. Oh, what has... What, blood of Jesus. What has washed away my sin. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was a, even like a... There's a kind of more recent one by Hillsong that we changed. Yeah, also I think something about uh, even I think even Worthy is a Lamb, I think is something there in there too. Yeah. Something about that song, uh, yeah. But that, that's a key thing. It's but it's more a, th- a thing, what we've done is we've changed the words from being sin as in like past or um, or sin that's happening, I guess, um, to sin in general, as in like past, present, future, because that's the whole thing of, I guess it's the whole understanding of it that God did it not just for this moment um, and not just wiping away what's happened, but your future because his, his why is because he wanted us to focus on God. Yeah. That was the thing behind it was like, that's what I believe at least. That's right. And that's the thing that um, I guess gets, gets missed is just like, Oh, why are you know, why are you not focusing on sin? It's just like, well, cause if you focus on sin, you're just going to sin. Totally. If you focus on sin, you focus on stuffing up all the time. You're going to keep stuffing that's up. Right. What do you, you focus, focus on? on, on what, what it is. Sin. Yeah, and that's I think that's um, that's why we make an effort to change it because even if there's a slight glimpse of uh, wording around our passing, we get into trouble because we're we're putting it we're giving language that says oh like it's not including now it's not including tomorrow 
Yeah. I think that's the thing. And so essentially what what I guess the conclusion was and as to that, that thing, that, that conversation with that friend was, um, no, like like God has forgiven your sin already that because he wants you to focus on him and not focus on your sin. So that's if you right. wake up, focus on God. Like it's the whole thing of you, I think, um, I'm not sure if everyone knows, but you do communion every single day to every have a meal day. with God. Like the first every meal, focus on God because that's where you put your, wherever you put your focus, it's, you know, that's right. your fruit comes out of what, what you focus. Yeah. So, so the thing is though, it's, it's not progressive forgiveness because some people think that it's progressive forgiveness. So I, I'm clean, but I'm getting dirty again. And so you got to wash yourself again. Hmm. It's not like this. It's not having a shower every day. Yeah. Because you're already clean. doesn't mean that you cannot say sorry when you make a mistake. Oh, for sure. And of course... It, it, well, we'll go into that. That's another okay, one. Okay, okay. But, but the God so, factor. Totally. So we, we're forgiven once and for all, and we haven't got a progressive... I'm as forgiven now than I will ever be. Yep. I'm as holy now... How do you comprehend that, though? Than I'll ever be. It's just, it? But it's so hard to comprehend. It is. But that's what I love about Ephesians. You know, it said, God says before the foundation of the world, I already saw you as perfect and holy in Christ. Hmm. Everything is in Christ. Don't forget, it's not because you're just a nice guy. Hmm. It's because everything what Christ has done, Christ has taken the sin of the world. The, hmm. Even the Old Testament says, from the old, as far as the east is from the west, he's taken our sin away from us, which means you can never meet again. Hmm. The penalty of sin is gone. doesn't mean there's no sin in the world anymore. It hmm. no, doesn't make you may, don't make mistakes, but the penalty of sin, you don't have to pay. We've, we've been given this, in Corinthians talks about you and I, the church has been given the ministry of reconciliation, that God is not counting men's, women's sins against them. Hmm. That's one of the most beautiful things in hmm. the Bible. Can you imagine that? It's so yeah. wonderful. That's, that's the proclamation have. Hey, your pride is everybody. Your sin has been paid. Yeah. Accept it. The Christmas gift. Accept the yeah. baby. Accept what Jesus has done for you. And it's so crazy because I think I, I remember the the moment I was in year 13 and I remember so clearly when, when it clicked, I was just the whole thing of, you know, sin in general is, you know, past, present, past, present, future um, is, you know, wiped and, and, and God's eyes because he want, yeah. Cause it's, that's the thing I remember like, you know, all these habits and it kind of works, but like certain things I was just like, Oh, like I, I was, you know, I'm not doing good. Like I'm not doing good here. I'm not doing good here. I'm going I'm to try to fix this. I'm going to try to fix this. I'm going to try to fix this. And I was just, and it, and it, because it was like, okay, I'm going to have to ask God to forgive, to forgive me for that. Um, but it was a, yeah, there was a moment where I was just like, it kind of clicked that, Wait, it's past, present, future. Oh, God wants me to focus on not that because that's not helping. That's right. And that was the, I guess it was a, a big moment. And I, I, went, I mean, hopefully someone's having that moment right now listening. It's that God wants that focus on, hey, just like who God is. Like, you know, with, again, yeah. like it's been it's been a thing that I've kind of sat, sat on since we like highlighted at Life Group once the whole magnification of who god is that changes things you know like magnifying god into a into a moment in a room even um you know making god bigger actually more just like i guess talking about how god actually is yeah. that big already yeah. yeah um yeah changes things yeah but of course the problem is though we can say that hmm. and we should say that the problem is though they look at the scriptures they look at hey those, those things hey if i don't forgive them then god will not forgive me so that's why it's so important that you know the context of the bible and by the way sin is not just bad stuff hmm. 
sin yeah. is anything because we don't pray enough. We don't mm. have faith enough. We're not nice enough. We're not love enough. Mm. I mean, if you start talking about sin, then we sin the whole day long. Yeah. Because we're never, in that sense, good enough. Mm. Because how much do we have to pray? How much yeah. do we have to love? And can we do that? No, you always fall. That's what Jesus said in Matthew 6. He says, if your righteousness does not go beyond that of the Pharisees, you have a big problem. Hmm. And of course, what he is pointing, he was pointing to it an era because the Pharisees were perfect. I mean, they did everything. And still he says, your righteousness is like smell to me. No one is righteous, not even you. You know, you think you're doing this stuff, but you're a hypocrite, Sion, hmm. because they're trying to do their best, but we know our heart, we know things are wrong. And so he points already to a time in the future when Christ, his only son, hmm. will take away the sin of the world. And so this whole sin issue, falling short of yeah. anything, yeah. It's gone. You are now a son of God. You're seated with him in heavenly places. And mm. that's, why, that's why Pentecost came 50 days after Easter. At yeah. Easter, Jesus took care of the sin of mm. the world. He took it upon himself, took it to a grave, rose victoriously. And then 50 days later, the Holy Spirit comes. Why can he live in us? If we are not holy, how can he live in us? He lives in us because Jesus paid for it. And now we are holy in his name mm. and in his way. So that he knows there's stuff in our lives. We know our thoughts, of course we do. Yeah, but he will never, he will never. Uh, Jesus already paid for us. He will never account to this for us again. Ministry of reconciliation that God is not counting men's sins against them. Hmm. It's the most beautiful thing ever, and that's why you love him so much. Because if you're the whole time mucking around, think, like you said before, focusing on your sin, trying to be good in every way, hmm. you, you don't even have time to just love him and just receive his love, receive his forgiveness, know that's there, hmm. and then you can just get on with your life. And when you do make a mistake, you just say sorry and you move on. Yeah, it's not condoning of, of sinful behavior, of course. No, it's not cheap grace. What do you do? Like, what do you? No. And that would that would be the question that I mean, I mean, that is the question that a lot of people ask ask is um well like what's where does it where does it change like where does it where does like self-improvement come in because like you're where yeah like i guess you can say you know i'm not going to do that thing and focus on i'm not going to do that thing versus um i'm going to focus on god but then like you do need to give it some attention if it's not healthy it's not a good thing Totally. I, th- I guess that's 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 also I guess because some people and I've met we've met I mean there's a few people that we that we I guess don't see as much did kind of have that whole thing of no like God sorts everything as in like the extreme of that where they don't do anything and they're still smoking still doing certain so, things that like grace bad abuse. habits that don't really it's grace abuse of like oh no like totally like totally God is, you know God is therefore. I'm good, you know, I'm fine. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to be terrible yeah. towards my kids, my wife. It sounds like a um, terrible son, a terrible daughter. Yeah, I mean, like this, this person, you know, we know this person and it's just like, where, where does it change? Like, where, where, again, we'll talk about the tangibles. Again, thank you for the, the that was the thing. I, I've had quite a few people come up to me and say, that's the, like, about these like podcasters trying yeah, to find yeah. the tangibles. Yeah, yeah. Like the real, like, what can I do? But what, because, yeah, we talk about things, but it's like, how can we apply it? Um, the thing of grace, yeah, I guess what we just talked about, the example, like, what, what, where does that person step in? That, yeah, like, where does that person step in and do something themselves as well? 
Because they're always saying... Is it a harm for, is it a, it's a harmony? Yeah. A harmony between both? Because God talks about taking captive those thoughts in our minds in our, that don't belong in our lives and make them obedient to Christ. Hmm. It's true. So that's the thing that we do ourselves. Yeah. But I think the big difference, and you've alluded already, is the Holy Spirit. Hmm. We have to trust the Holy Spirit. We have to surrender to the Holy Spirit. It's because the Holy Spirit is now. He's Holy Spirit. Hmm. So he is the tr- Spirit of truth. So he leads us into all truth, the Bible says. Hmm. So when we surrender to him, now when you don't and become rebellious, you don't lose your salvation, but you are a, you are a rebellious kid. You need a bit of a spanking. And actually, it says in the Bible that God disciplines his sons. Hmm. doesn't mean he's aggro with them in the sense of, like, I discipline you or, or, or discipline our, kid, our children because we see that they're, doing, they're doing something dumb. I'm perfect. You know, in the sense of, <laughs> totally, he's perfect, you know. Um, <laughs> but he disciplines his son because he, wants, he doesn't want that stupid stuff in our yeah. lives, you know. But the, I, found, I found that the one, one issue is, hey, you need forgiveness. You need to go to the standard. That's one thing to go by. Or you go for, hey, it's full grace, full love of God. I found this much more empowering because this one is really condemning. Hmm. And if you, because I used to have this, man. I used to have certain things that I did and then I failed in something. And yeah. I would just go in such a deep well, deep dungeon. Hmm. And to crawl myself out of feeling good again and say, oh, man, I'm not good enough for you, God. I don't have that anymore. When I make a mistake, I said, how dumb. I'm so sorry, Lord. That's not me. It's not you because you become a new creation. It's not you. This hmm. is warfare within you. It's not even fun to sin anymore when you're a Christian because in the end, it's not you. Hmm. And so you have this thing going well, that's on. It. I used you know? to, yeah, like naturally it doesn't align, but there's also like, like something I've I thought about was uh, the thing of like surrender, like because you, you a lot of these those things that you keep are things that you just like you keep out of um you know it's my thing to kind of feel comfort mm-hmm. you know it's my thing to kind of like yeah. I'm trying to like that's something I can control so I'm not going to surrender to God and I think that's that is something that is that is one thing like a one big thing in that in that area is that that you know be like oh God you know like we'll focus on you. But I'm going to keep doing this as well because this is my thing to feel like good about myself. This is something that, you know, um, but I think there's a thing of a surrender of that area, you know, like a, th- a thing of like, God, no, this is yours. And like, even what that looks like is, you know, being like, hey, God, what do you think about the situation? You know, surrendering it properly yeah. and, how, and look, properly, you know, like yeah. asking him to give you strength because hey, yeah. I, I just don't know what to do in this situation. And when, yeah. What do I do? Well, this thing, and if God says, you know, you're not right in the situation or, hey, like, this is, this isn't good for you. Don't ignore it. Don't you know, be- even if it looks like yourself, because there's like a conscience as well that says it's not good for you as well. It totally is. There's like a, it's a built-in thing of it's like. It's not just Christians, by the way. No. It's a, there's a conscience that nobody can get away from. <laughs> yeah, God, exactly. God would write him wrong it's in everybody's like, brain. <laughs> yeah. And there's, <laughs> you know. But um, one thing we'll, we'll move to is forgiveness of people. So I really want I remember we talked, I don't even know if we ended up talking about it, but it came up in uh, one of the yeah. podcasts when we were at, at home, um, was a thing of uh, forgiveness of people. Yeah. Um, because I actually had a really cool conversation with uh, one of my friends um, about forgiveness because um, there were, we talked about, uh, the context was divorce and like not divorce, actually it was cheating. Okay. It was cheating husband, wife. Yeah. And we're like, what if I was in that situation? I'm yeah. not in that situation. I'm not, yeah. not married. Yeah. Um, and we both weren't. And we're just talking about it. And we're just like, well, you know, like, 
um, he was kind of like stuff them, you know, like they shouldn't do that. Like they should feel that, you know, whatever, whatever. Yep. And just, you know, you, you can cut them out type thing. I was like, yeah, but I'd, I'd rather forgive them and, and like move on. He's just like, no way. You know, like the thing was no way. Like they don't deserve it. You know, like they don't deserve it. I'm like, but like for me, forgiveness is, and this is one of the big things with him. I was like, the forgiveness for me is saying, um, you aren't like you hurt me, but I forgive you because I'm, I'm done with carrying this mm. on my back. Mm. I don't need this weight. Yeah. And like, there was a whole thing of like forgiveness where it is, you know, dropping things off that you're holding that grudges. And like the amount of people that we, I guess we've come across that have, you know, they don't forgive people. No, it's unforgiveness. You can feel it. Oh no. Full of it. They get sick all the time. All the time. Um, that that's that's one of the that's one of the big tales, and like that's crazy because like that's our kind of language and we're used to that. But like mm. for people, they're just like, what the heck? What's what do you mean by that? Um, because I I have brought brought it up a few times. Like you can tell a lot of the time when you can like a bitter person that doesn't that doesn't say, hey, I actually forgive you. Like I'm moving on. I'm done. Like this is what I was holding on to. I forgive you because I'm I'm done with holding on to it. So you can tell when that person doesn't do it. I know. They get you bitter, can feel it. They eat, they're being eaten inside and this is terrible. For sure, even if it's not about you. That's the thing. If it's not about you and you just know as a, as a person they're not doing it, it's just mm. like, oh, that sucks. Mm. Like, this is this is probably the one thing that you're not doing. Mm. And a lot of the, and that's the crazy thing, crazy thing is the health issues that come with it. It makes you sick. It's crazy. Your body was never made for it to live in unforgiveness. That's why God is so strong about this whole thing of forgiveness. Yeah, you know, because well, like there's a reason. It says, <laughs> it says forgive yourself. You know, seventy times seven times. That means all the time. Seventy times seven, I think it says, all the time. Because they ask him, how many times do I forgive? It said all the time. And yeah. Of course, as Christians, in some ways, it's even easier because we are so grateful that we've been forgiven all our yeah. stuff. Stuff, you know. Yeah. And because of that, we are so grateful. Yeah. And that's why you can forgive. I think it's a little easier in that sense, I feel, because yeah. you give what you've received. That's what Christ, it says, oh, it's Colossians, Ephesians. it says, now forgive others hmm. because Christ has, has forgiven, forgiven you. you. Yeah. And that's the power and the strength of those scriptures, that oh, God so has forgiven okay. you already. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to forgive, because why would you hold it back? You're a forgiven person. Yeah. Hold it back for your own health. Yeah. I think it's that, you know, yeah. Every, every marriage... If I talk about Corinthians, yep. you know, I will talk yep. about it. And one of the things, you know, keep no record of wrongs. So yeah. Jesus keeps no record of wrongs because that's what love is. Yeah. So he starts thinking about it. That's, a, that's profound. Yeah. Try living that way. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I said to him, I said, the best thing in marriages is that you forgive already before somebody's even done it. And that's what Christ has done. Yeah. He's already forgiven you. The stupid thing you're going to do in a half an hour's time, he's already forgiven you. Yeah. But how empowering and how embarrassing if you don't honor that. It is embarrassing. Yeah. But you can get, if you don't, like you say, if you don't surrender to Christ, if you don't surrender to his lordship in the sense of walking in the spirit, mm. and you start walking in the flesh, in your own mind and your stuff, then of course you get pulled back into, you start watching stuff, you start listening to stuff, you start pulled back into the flesh, and then the enemy is there, and demons yeah. are there, the stuff. Well, I guess like you a, get into a dark place. You not know? only does it, not only does that, that, I guess, unforgiveness, it just, and that's the thing, those those type of, even like, I guess, TV shows, stuff like that, that, mm. that play into that. When you're in that place of unforgiveness, 
your bitterness aligns up with that that Netflix show that isn't good for you. Totally, it just lines up. That's why you're just like, oh, oh it's, revenge, it's, you know. And I love the revenge thing. Yeah, I love it this. is. This is like, you and this is all this thing. You like, deserve this. Yeah, I was talking, <laughs> I was talking to my counselor yesterday about that kind of stuff, and it's, just, it's real interesting about um, the yeah, that whole your your brain naturally just connects with that kind of stuff, even if you don't like. There's a reason. There is a genuine reason why you why you're doing that, and it's not because of you know, enjoyment. Yeah. It's because of some sort of undealt, you know, True. thing. True. It's just connecting with them, being like, okay, I'm, I'm getting uh, an out of yeah. a situation yeah. that is maybe I'm not processed properly in my head. Yeah. Um, but we, one thing, I, one of the reasons I want to talk about forgiveness was, um, and it was pretty controversial. I don't know where it sits on uh, biblical truth. I'm trying to figure mm. it out still. This is, mm. you know, this, so I'm genuinely, genuinely asking mm. is we had, we have a person that was supposed to come in who was supposed to be a healing, healing ministry guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of every single one of his sessions, so he, he, he prayed for people. A lot of people got healed. Um, you know, like people that couldn't walk were running around sprinting. Um, even old ladies that had been, you know, clearly on a walking, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah. And you see, yeah, like it's, it's normal to mm-hmm. see like quite extreme heal, healing yeah. things. Yeah. But he, at the end, he's just like, also remember to forgive you know, people around you because forgiveness is the one thing that will stop your healing from no question about um, it. stop you from keeping your healing. No, keeping your healing, but also getting it sometimes. Yeah, and getting your healing. Yeah. What? How does that work? I don't know, but, but that has to do with your psyche. <laughs> that's not that, that's no, not no, 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 no. I, I don't know the fullness. But I'm trying to say I don't know the fullness of the whole thing. But yeah. I remember a, a person, a lady, who had some cleft issue a long time ago, and she wouldn't get healed, 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 healed. And God says, God wants to heal. And then said, what's going on? What's going on? What, what's in between? And then he says, I feel that you need to forgive your father or something. Something like that. Hmm. So you forgave your father and uh, boom, healing came. So there's something Whoa. about Flat. there's something about um, healing, something about forgiveness. For one, God loves it. God loves it because Jesus says, love your enemies. Mm. There's something about the opposite spirit we talked about last time yep. coming in the opposite. Sure. There's something so empowering with that. Yeah. And it's almost like God thrives on that. Yeah. It's something like, almost like a bit of a principle type thing. Mm. And, but I think the whole thing of unforgiveness, that, that, that will hold you. And maybe, maybe because it's so uh, anti-faith. Yeah, I guess so. And maybe yeah. that's part of the thing. That's just sure. anti-faith, and mm. it doesn't introduce faith. Doesn't the positive is negative, and that will never go anywhere. Jesus says, "I couldn't yeah. do any miracles in my thing." They didn't believe they were just. Angry. Yeah, I remember we had we had you that know? session with uh, Matt Lansdowne. I think it was something like around forgiveness, and he yeah. said, and like a lot of people in that moment went up to different people. It was in a service. They went up to people and they they said, "Hey, like I forgive you for this," or like. I'm sorry, like, can, yeah. you know, can you forgive me? Yeah. Can you, you know, because yeah. I know that you're holding on to it. And the amount of, like, things that lifted for people, I remember the testimony time after that, like, the testimonies we got from that Sunday, Sunday night, I don't know what it was, I think it was a conference potentially, the amount yeah. of stuff that released um, relationship-wise in their yeah. lives, financially, yeah, which is absolutely forgiveness. What yeah. the heck? It's not even connected to finance. It's all connected. Um, and... There it's was like something a, else. There's, there's, a, there's so many things that was like significantly it's happened. Like opening a from vault. Just saying, it's like opening a vault. I it's forgive like, you. Yeah, it's like opening it's such a, a possibility. It's, it's like so, opening It's such a weird concept. Like, if you're telling someone who has no idea about the Bible, like, that second part, the forgiveness, yeah, like, forgive people. But then even then, like, I guess I have, I've talked to a few people that aren't church. 
um, I'm really blessed to have, have those opportunities where, yeah, they, you talk about that and they're just like, why do I have to forgive? You know, like, and then these things are like the, almost the incentives for us. Totally. There's like, oh, like, yeah. that's, we're not supposed to hold on to it. And like that equals that. Um, Powerful. But yeah, no, forgiveness is a, a, a big one. It's, um, but most people may have a movie or something, you know, and the end, somebody forgives. doesn't matter if Christian or not Christian. Hmm. It's those moments that you, you, your eyes swell up and your emotions go in a deep place. Yep. It's just something so beautiful about this. Yeah. And that kind of almost releases power. It releases that. And mm. if you, if it, that kind of, it almost kind of positions you for healing, mm. positions you for health, positions yeah. you for all the good things that come into your life because the holding on all this stuff has basically kept you like this. Mm. And forgiving releases all the stuff. We're gonna, yeah, I guess that's scripturally, that's kind of, we're going to have to find something. Because I guess it is faith, though. It is like that again, oh, like one of the things that we that lines up with unlocking, you know, the Holy no Spirit question. aspect. Um, but yeah, I guess scripturally, it's not very exact in this area. Yeah, right. I mean, there are script, a whole bunch of scriptures, of course, but I know all by heart. Yeah, but we can find some more scriptures. Yeah, but, definitely, um, because we want to make sure that what we're talking about is scripture. This is very that's fundamental. Right. That's right. It's, it's um, Come on. okay. I got a real quick question. Um. This is just a finishing one. Uh, it's from a question at home. Uh, this is someone yep, sent in. Uh, what's the difference between being spiritual and being religious? I don't have a full context for the question. I, th- I think it's actually what we touched on before. Religious, religion is almost, mm. is almost anti-Christian. Religion is do's and don'ts religion is behaviorism religion is well has it become that though you know, because like i've seen because that's what i was thinking i was just thinking about just before about half an hour ago i was driving past church nearby and it said religion on one of the things on one of the on, on the outside of the place and i was like I'm for not. me like a re- religion is a toxic term that we and and our church and and the church previously in our church at the moment at the sure. moment one of the things is we're um we're in a relationship with God, we're not a religion. Like yeah. uh, our whole faith is a relationship base. It's not religion. That's cause, right. Because religion for us means it is you do this, do this, do this, and get yeah. God. Yeah. Relationship means you're doing life with God. That's right, exactly. And that, but, that, that's spiritual. But then again, yeah. that's for us. Yeah, but I think it's generally too. I think generally they're fine. And even if it is, even if it is um, uh, stereotyping, hmm. it, it is something that has become that. It so it's something we're kind that. of against because religion. Uh, he's saying religion is more the routine part of Christianity it, it's completely do's and don'ts and like I said we're talking a lot about the vaccines at the moment yeah, it is. I feel Ooh. I think there's a lot of people have been have been vaccinated mm-hmm. with a religious something they saw somewhere and said man I don't want anything to do with this Christianity because they think Christianity is a religion hmm. no it's not religion it's Christianity it's a living faith yeah, yeah. maybe a religion in a sense officially yeah. Yeah. but it's not religious because religion is about the whole thing of do's and don'ts and they don't want to be told what to do mm. you know they need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and suddenly it becomes spiritual. 
And then spiritual is a living religion. It is something that is alive, not about do's and don'ts, but like you say, about relationship. It's a completely different place you're coming from. Yeah. Religious, even for me, smells like, it smells terrible. Yeah. It smells like black socks. It smells like you can't do anything. You can't enjoy your life. Uh, everything is bad. You're not good enough. All that stuff is associated with I guess, religion. Yeah, but how can you know? we how can we put it in a good term though? Because the reality is, um, people will say we have a religion. That's just like a stereotype. They say God is religion. God is religion. It's a religion. So how do they have like, concept for Christianity is a religion, right? Yeah. So how do we? But we're disconnecting with it as well because it's not a religion. No, because okay, it's, it is a religion, but it's, it's not. No, because it's a loaded term. It is a loaded term. That's, I guess, that's, that's the why thing. it's been yeah. completely abused. Yeah, and I think that's. And, and it's not just religion. Now, religion is certainly also Muslim. It's also religion. And mm. so, well, it's still religion. So, same, isn't it? So all the ways lead, the ways lead to guess, Rome. Yeah, that's where All it the ways lead to Jesus and God, yeah. sorry. No, Jesus is the only way. So, mm. it's, religion is such a loaded term, it's such a stereotyping mm. that it's become this, this thing that is, I think, is quite. Ugly and people are just toxic against it. I've been intoxicated by it. With, oh, with fair that. enough. Oh, that's that's the thing. And, I, and, I love that. I think fair enough too. Yeah. Oh, I no, wanna, totally. I want to run from it too. Totally. The problem is though, where can they see the real love of God, the relationship of God, the real house meant to be? Yeah. It's like the devil has caused this religion because he loves this stuff. Hmm. Get people away as far as possible from any any living relationship. You know. Because the tough thing is that like religion is doable. Like it's what's well, not doable. It's it's um. Let's say um, it's you can feel like you tick something out, like tick something in the box. And some people love that, so they're in their own control. So For I'm, sure, I'm hum- humanism. Yeah, it is. It feels. It really it is. It's like humanism. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be this. Yeah, this and it's gonna be. Box. It's gonna be hard work, but I'm gonna do it in my own. It's yeah, almost I, my own strength. Totally. I guess it's, it's, it's complete. But like, there's there's also elements it's where pride. like they're also because um, I I mean like I'd say there are certain we'll call it religions within the Christian faith that are literally religious. They're still religious still where they That's have right. all these things that they're doing to, um, yeah. and they are better than themselves. That's the thing. Like you got like, I mean, we use Mark Wahlberg as a, you know, example. He's, he's bettering himself and he's got quite a, you know, routine. And he's like, he's a, he's always, his thing is, I guess he's doing the fruit instead of it being a fruit of a relationship. I guess that's probably the big difference between. So him. it's still behaviorism. It is a behaviorism, and that's but that's really hard. It's like I think that's the the thing is you can't. I don't know. It's and, quite, and, what, and what it's not only really hard, but what is the measuring stick? Who? who well, that's who, it. Who well, says like, you're better, you're a good better person. than who? That's the thing. Than what? Just, yeah, like I mean, you know, yeah, because you'd say he's a he's a good person. Like I mean, but what you know, makes you a good person? Helping people. He'd be helping people. He'd be. Yeah. He's someone who's um, got a you know good routine. Yeah. Um, and Fitness things. He's not. He's fit. Healthy, he's eating, eating healthy. He's like. Yeah. I guess he's doing a lot of stuff. But um, how would you? Yeah, that's that's the. Because there's, I guess there's, I don't know. There's elements to it where it's just like, you know, routine. Because you're 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 religious you in the to, sense where to. kind of where you're you have communion every day. Yeah. And there's routine there too. There's a routine because there's, there's kind of a little eating, bit of routine. Drinking, which is, sleeping. Everything yeah. in life is routine. It's true. But where's the where's the focus in the end? I guess that, that's it. You know, there's humanism. That, that, well, I guess that's the thing. Like they're they're, I guess people that would call religious would be doing doing things to get, as in not doing it out of um love, maybe even. Yeah, that's the thing. You'll probably be more out of relationship with God, and that's 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 where it, 
that's where like um because we've had a few contractors and especially when we're building this place um we were uh we were talking about um they'll come inside and they would talk about you know they'll be like, oh you know church you're a church that's cool blah blah, blah. and um they'd say oh you know i'm not religious i'm like yeah well like i'm not really religious either like that's i'd right. say that exactly and they'll be like what do you mean i'm like well religion means you got to do good stuff to get God, otherwise right. you're stuff. Do good to get good. And I was like, I can't do that. I'm pretty sure you can't either. And it's like, that's literally how they work out. Go. And it's, it's pretty funny because it's just like, wait, what? Great like you're back. a pastor in your church. Back. Like I'm not connecting dots. And I'm just like, well, what's about relationship? Like number one is you and God. Like God wants to talk to you. God wants to do life with you. That's number one. That's it. No question. That's where it starts. And then there's, you know, life group church community. Like all well, churches, you know, um, majority of the community. And it's, and it's just like, but number one is you and God. Don't try and get better. Try and talk to God. God wants you as you are. Yeah. Start there. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, I can do that. Totally. And that's, I think that's the thing. Like there was a, before that, I guess there was, I can't do that because I've got to do all these things. That's right. And like, that is religion. For me, that's religion. Totally religion. Where it's just like, you got to yeah. do this. Otherwise you can't talk to God. Yeah. But that's, I guess there are some that literally say that, like you got to talk to this person to talk to God. True. And so that's where it gets, you know. <laughs> it's a complicated situation isn't it? it is quite complicated but yeah I guess that's what we're saying is you know okay. and of course a lot of people see on the news they see the robes they see the they, you know, they see <laughs> yeah. the institution they see the, the they see the robes. abuse they see the whatever and they then say oh that's Christianity yeah no yeah. well no. that's yeah. all yeah and it's blanket this is Christianity totally and see some even the music old fashioned music yep. from, from the from the from the 1940s yep wherever they're from mm. and the thing is though and sometimes you think okay is that really Christianity you know it's a form yeah. of something yeah you know like I said on Sunday it's a form of godliness denying its power mm. and that's when people make rules yeah Jesus often talks about hey these are just your little rules people you make little rules mm. to see if you make yourself better or make life better or make whatever what about me what about the living relationship yeah and I'll deal with the rules I'll deal with the with the stuff yeah inside but that's you. when we get back to you know, what we're talking about before is that whole thing of like grace versus um I gotta do something too law basically yeah grace versus law. well I mean I don't know because it's like I guess it's, yeah, it's grace and surrender versus law. Because yeah. that's the thing. If you're not surrendering, you are living a hyper-grace totally. lifestyle, totally. which we are not. No. We've been accused of it. We love grace. And, and that's yeah. just, this grace is amazingly hyper, but not that hyper. Yeah. It's a different, and even that's, again, a loaded word. Mm, hyper-grace. It's so, it's so it's dangerous, dangerous because I'm hyper-grace, totally grace. universalism, these are the big, things, big loads. Going back to forgiveness, see, I think when somebody asks forgiveness, then I say, you are based on what you're doing. You're crucifying Christ again right now. Because you're saying what you did is not good enough. See that what you're saying? That's so that's right. why I said it again. Say it again. Say it I know, again. but that's say it again. So say it again. I, I say it's sacrilegious. So if you I say, say if, what you just said yeah, again, I said if you ask for forgiveness, then you basically put Christ on the cross again. Because what you did on the you're cross, it, yeah, yeah, it was not good enough for you. Whoa. So he didn't do enough. I think it's sacrilegious for me. That's why I won't do it. That's crazy. But it doesn't mean, please get me right, it doesn't mean that when you make a mistake, you don't say, Lord, I'm sorry, that was dumb. Exactly. But but knowing that you are a forgiven person. For sure. And that's I guess that's the big thing is that, that whole thing of I am, you know, I'm wrong. You know, like I am, like, totally. like sorry, like this, is it, totally. this isn't who I am. Because that's the thing, like even within, um, I guess even within in leadership areas, like you, you know, you talk to someone and you'd be um, like pastorally, you'd be like, hey, like, you know, what's up with this? And... 
if they admit they're wrong or like if they say, you know, sorry, like I stuffed <laughs> up, then it's just like, okay, like that's, that's turning. That's, totally. you know, that's, totally. but then if it's, if it's not, it's kind of like, okay, you're like, I'll say something else. You want, you want to hear some more, more of this even now? I don't know What's how much that? time we have left over. Oh, we'll so, go to, we can go to see, an hour, but see, we'll no, mix no, it no, out then. An hour. I think if you're asking for forgiveness, you're hmm. sinning. True, because it's getting, going against what God has said. Totally. It's sinning. It's Whoa. the opposite of what you think you're going to do. Whoa. It's pretty radical, you know. It's pretty radical. Love, that's going to be the, that's going to be the title <laughs> of this video. We're going and to that's, clickbait and that's, this. And that's why it says in the Bible, you see Paul... With a lot of Corinthians, man, they were sleeping with their mothers. They were doing, they were just nasty. What they <laughs> what were doing. The? Wow. They were, they were terrible. And every time he says to Corinthian church Jeez. or any other church, he says, hey, but you saints, hmm. saints, we are no longer sinners. We were sinners. Now we are saints. Yeah, we're, I, not, I, I, we're not sinners saved by grace. Yeah. You were sinners saved by grace. When you say yes to Jesus, you are for sinner yep. to righteousness to saint. You are a saint. You are not a sinner anymore. So don't don't say that you are. Yeah, you had someone say that the other day. I remember that because you just don't. Do you make mistakes? Absolutely, you do. But Mm. you're no longer a sinner. You're a son, and you're a daughter of God. You are a saint. That's your new identity in Christ. Amen. Yeah, the amount of people that have said like, "I'm just a sinner saved by grace," and someone even said it on Tuesday. I don't know if you noticed that someone. Someone said in one of our meetings. I'm like, "Mm, that's a theology check right there. They say even I'm just. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I yeah. mean, that is so oh, yeah. <clears throat> just like, underneath what God yeah. has called you to be as a son of yeah. God. It's so, it's, and a daughter of God, obviously. Yeah, and again, that's the whole thing. Again, the sinner versus I'm a sinner. I'm a person that sins and I'll focus on my sin versus I'm a saint. Therefore, I'm going to focus on who God's called me to be in this identity, which is the true identity of what God's called me to as a Christian versus the victim. And I am this and I'm only this. That's right. And I guess that's the whole thing. Again, the, the, the Jesus factor of like focus on who God so has called identity. you to be. Yeah, identity. identity. And that's, I guess it's a lot of the stuff that we talk about as identity because if you know who you are and you focus on who you actually are, again, what you focus on is who you become. And so what you, you, I, what I love you, that song in Holland. We can't translate it very well. In Holland, it says, Ik ben geen zonder. I am what? I am not a sinner. Yeah. It's a song. Yeah. Ik ben geen zonder. I am not a sinner. And it's just unbelievable, powerfully. It had a lot of, lot of record. Non-Christians from the, can't say oh, that. Man, no, of course not, obviously. But the <laughs> religious people in the yeah. church, they reacted in Holland. The religious people oh, reacted yeah. to That's that tough. song. Yeah. So what the can you say you're not a sinner, you know? Well, God tells me I'm not a sinner. So I was a sinner saved by grace. I was a sinner. A sinner saved by grace. Now I'm a saint. Amen. Yeah. Forever. Wow. And, and because when you make, make a mistake, you don't go back to sinner or something. Yeah. You have a new identity. Hmm. You're stamped with the Holy Spirit. That's good. Well, it's exciting. We're going to wrap up for this week. Uh, for those, there's actually quite a few people that asked me. They said that we stopped a little bit early last week, and they really do like the longer form podcast. Oh, did they? Yeah, they were, they were very oh. sad that we cut it short last week. So there you go. This week it's a little bit longer, um, but this week we are releasing podcasts. We are officially on Spotify. We're officially uh, half officially on iTunes. Uh, hasn't been accepted yet. But the Spotify just got accepted, which is awesome. Um, it takes a few weeks uh, for those who so don't know the process. Right? You just look, click yep, on so it. you just look up Bible Dutch. We're all, I think the first two or three episodes are on Spotify, and the rest have to be approved. That's it's just a bit of a approval mm-hmm. process while we're new. Um, but yep, we're we're all go again. We are uh, Johnny Hockendike, Gideon Hockendike. Uh, it's my dad, son, so. um, and we yeah. I guess we're talking about life, 
we hadn't said at the start, but we're talking about life theology. Um, again, it's a journey. We don't know that. We don't know the answers. We're trying to go back to the Bible and what, what, what we think through the Holy Spirit, what God is saying to us about the Bible. So uh, don't quote us. Don't put us. Don't come with pitchforks and whatever. Um, we're just talking. We're just, we're, we're just having conversations. But we want to hear your questions. We want to hear your questions because we want to go on to things. talk about a dialogue, yeah. right? The yeah. deeper things of life yeah. and see if we together can make sense of it together. That's it. That's it. All good. Well, that's us for this week. Anything else you want to say? That's good. That's awesome. Awesome. Okay. See you next week. Peace. Peace. See you later.